Hi, welcome back to the TWC podcast. It's been a while. I'm Sydney. I'm Sky. I'm Rachel. And I'm Megan. And today we thought we'd start delving into uh, our Writer Talk Tuesday topics. Every week we choose a new topic that we debate on our social media pages. And we thought we could record our podcast and really delve into each discussion point for you to listen to each week. Yeah, so this week we're going to be talking about writing routines. So my first question for you guys, do you have a writing routine? I'm going to go first, actually, so you guys have time to think about it. I do have a writing routine, but it's changed a lot. So it used to be consistently in the morning I would get up to write, but towards the really heavy parts of the semester when the only times I could practice are in the morning, it gets pushed off until I go to work, which sounds bad, but I'm a writing tutor. And when I don't have appointments, I'm just editing my own stuff, which is kind of great. Um, And then I'll edit basically when I have free time throughout the day. Sky, do you have a writing routine? Like you, mine does change a bit as I progress through the book. But right now, specifically, especially with Camp Nano going on, I do get up really early. (laughs) I'm up at 4 a.m. to write and I get a lot done that way. I usually write for about one to two hours and get what I can in. And then I do, if I'm editing as well, I will do editing in the evening because I can't edit and write in the morning for some reason. My brain just doesn't work that way. But yeah, daily writing every morning, even if it's only, you know, 100 words. I kind of found that too, where I'll do writing in the morning and then editing in the afternoon or evening. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's just like fresher. Rachel, do you have a writing routine right now? Yeah, I do. I actually um, just started getting back into it, but I am also an early morning writer. So I get up at 4am as well um, and write until 6am. But the main part of my writing routine is flexibility because there are often days that I cannot do that depending on the kids or the schedule or if I'm just too tired and I want to sleep. So (laughs) mainly just writing from four to six. I won't edit until I'm done with the book. So because then I'll just get sucked into that and I, I can't have a dual focus. I'm going to jump in there as well with what you're saying about flexibility because my writing routine also needs a ton of flexibility because of work. I've been finding that trying to dedicate a certain amount of time every day to writing is the best way for me kind of going forward, not worrying too much about word count, not worrying too much about how many pages or chapters I'm achieving, just trying to carve out whether it's an hour or two hours a day. Sometimes it can just be 20 minutes twice a day maybe uh, or three times a day, but really trying to do um, an hour a day but taking my pressure the pressure off myself because sometimes I'm traveling sometimes I need the sleep in the morning and maybe later in the day I can carve that time out sometimes I have a quiet lunch break so my routine at the moment because of things being quite crazy with work is trying to carve out an hour a day whenever that time is some days if it gets to kind of bedtime and I haven't carved that time out and I still have a bit of energy I'll say to myself look you haven't had time today sit down take an hour before bed pour yourself a cup of hot chocolate or whatever it is um, and do some writing just before bed so I'm still committing to that time Um, I'm I'm just not kind of putting too much pressure on when yeah I think time goals have always been the best for me like I'll have overarching goals like I want to get done with this section by this date but I won't put pressure on myself to be like okay you're gonna get through five chapters every day even though I have tried that before because one chapter might be 2,000 words longer than the others and then I might have made just as much progress in terms of words and then I struggled to get to five that day and gone through it in a breeze the other day um I think most of us have talked about this in different 
um, discussions in the past, but has your writing routine changed very much over time? I used to, in high school, I used to stay up until like four in the morning or five in the morning writing, because that was just the time of day that I had. And then I gradually started flipping that. And so now I usually write early in the morning if possible. Did anybody else have a big change in their routine? I did for sure. I like you, I also wrote a lot later in high school. And honestly, I think that's just how our bodies work when we're younger. And, you know, we stay up late and our brains are still active at night. Um, but then you start working a day job and doing school and doing all these things that take your energy during the day. And I do find that now it's a lot easier for me to be creative in the morning than it is at night for my personality. And so, yeah, that has definitely changed. I was and I was a night owl for a very long time. And that just recently <laughs> has switched. So, yeah, I also love the morning, prefer the morning, but sometimes it's just not possible. And sometimes you need your sleep. I've been finding that I've been a lot more flexible with my routines as I've gotten older and as I've kind of learned my my body, how to listen to it a bit more. Um, we're a lot of our, a lot of us are women that are listening here. Um, and women, your energy levels do change on a monthly basis with your cycle as well. And I've been learning a lot about that. So also not beating myself up off on certain weeks of the month. I can't get out of bed at 5am or 6am and not putting that pressure on myself. Maybe I need that extra sleep. And as I say, that's where that flexibility is coming for me. Okay, I need to sleep this morning. I couldn't wake up at 5am, 6am. So I'm going to do it on my lunch break. I'm going to do it at the end of the day because that's my energy level for that month. So although my writing routines have changed over the years, they tend to also change over the month as well. And I've been not beating myself up too much about that um, because I used to put a lot of pressure on myself about being consistent. Um, I used to think consistency was the way to achieve my goals. And sometimes depending on who you are and how your body works, it can also be a surefire way to achieve burnout as well so yes lots of flexibility yeah and my um my routines have definitely changed as well and I've noticed with my seasons of life and so when I first started writing I was just married I didn't have any kids and you can probably hear my little third baby in the background making noises so now that I have a full-time job now that I have kids and greater responsibilities uh I'm not able to write as much as I want to, or as much as I used to be able to. So I need to have the flexibility as a theme between Megan and I to just put it in where I can. I do like the morning writing. I can't usually write in the evening um, because I need a fresh brain. And the morning is when I haven't overloaded it with my to-do tasks yet. So I find that it's the best to, to, to do for me. So that works. I have found also my routines have changed. I used to tell myself, you have to write this much every day. You have to do this. You have to do that. And I would think that giving myself these push goals, like every goal was a push goal. I was like, that will motivate me to get it done. And it didn't, I just shut down and I wouldn't get anything done. So I don't do that anymore. I just kind of have a vague idea in my head. I would like to get this done or I'll set smaller goals so that when I do make them and exceed them, it makes me happy instead of making me depressed that I didn't make them. And then if I'm in a day where I don't want to write, I still try to be productive as far as maybe doing some research or some editing, something that takes a little less brain power, but I'm still productive at the end of that time session that I have. 
Yeah. And I wanted to jump into on consistency because that for me has been the biggest cornerstone to my approach. I think it's because I'm a musician. I come into it from, I want to get better at horn. I need to practice so many hours a day. And I've applied that as rigidly as possible to writing. And I think I've gotten better. And this is sort of more about skill necessarily than routine. But I think I found that similar because I'm always comparing horn to writing. So podcast listeners be prepared. Um, I've learned that the higher you go in a craft, the more important it is that the focus of the time you're spending on it is efficient and planned. If I'm going to go into a practice room and just aimlessly play notes, I'll be tired and have achieved nothing. With writing, if I sit down and I'm like, okay, I have two hours every single day, I'm going to carve out this time. I'm going to be really disciplined and regimented about it. That's going to be great. Consistency for me works. But I also wanted to say, and this is something I think I put into the blog, I hope that consistency can look different for everybody. So consistency for one person might mean I'm going to write two hours every day. And regardless of when that happens, those two hours are going to happen, or I'm going to write 500 words every day. And that might happen at 2am or it might happen at 2pm. So it can look different for everyone. And I think the most important thing about any routine, if you want to make it work for you is focusing on that part, make it work for you. So examine your life, examine your focus habits, figure out like Megs and Rachel were saying, what times of day that you can have the energy and the mental capacity to be sitting there and writing and then work it around yourself because that's definitely going to help you get the most out of it. Or consistency could be within a week as well. We're talking a lot about doing two hours a day, an hour a day. It could be that you write two chapters a week. And sometimes I... I'm feeling really busy, I do try and take that pressure off and think, okay, usually if I write an hour a day, it equates to about this much a week. It equates to probably about 3,000 to 5,000 words a week. Usually get around two chapters done. So I say to myself, don't worry about it for the next few days. Focus on what you need to do. Carve some time out for the whole of Saturday morning. And then just consistency looks a bit different in that week as well. So don't try and just pigeonhole yourself into a daily routine. Also, weekly and monthly routines can really help if you've got a limited amount of time as well. And I was going to say, make sure you pay attention to where you get your best consistency. So if you're getting up at 4am in the morning to write and you're writing nothing, that's probably not your best time to be writing. Pay attention to where you work best. Going back to what Sydney was bringing up about her French horn and needing a plan when she goes into practice. Otherwise, it's just random notes that don't get her anywhere. That was the same thing for me when I was a competitive dancer. If I went to practice on my own and I didn't have a set goal of what I was going to do, I would just stand around do a couple little dance moves and really get nowhere. And then I learned it's really hard for me to do it on my own. I have to do it in a group. And so I've learned also with writing, if I have a critique group or a writing session with a group of people, I am more likely to be more productive. And so I know what my triggers are for success. And so I try and map around those as well. That's fantastic. And since we're literally the writer community, I also wanted to say writing does not have to be solitary. Um, and you can learn a lot from other people, but that's probably next week. Just a fun one. What is your worst writing distraction? And then while we're at it, what's the most essential part of your writing environment? For me, I have to have headphones because I'm a psychopath and I listen to music with words while I write. So I, it helps me get in the zone. So I know that I, I like to have music. If it's out of my headphones for some reason, I think I'm more likely to start singing to it and then I'll just get super distracted. So it's gotta be my headphones. And my worst writing distraction is probably my phone not 
on do not disturb because then in the morning, and this is also something about routines, but like for me, writing in the morning is useful because no one else that I am super close to usually is awake, except for you guys. But when you guys are up, you're writing too. So it's fine. No one else is awake. No one needs me. But if I leave those off, I'll get an email. I'll start answering the email. I think being protective of my time is an essential ingredient, but do you guys have a big writing distraction? And I'm waiting for somebody to say Instagram, but <laughs> I was going to say Instagram. It is because I, I see it as like an extension of my writing in the sense that I've learned so much from I've connected with so many great writers. Um, I talk about writing a lot on there as well. So sometimes I'll be writing and I'll, you know, think of something. I'll like, oh, I should put that on my stories because it's really interesting. Or, you know, so it's not that I go on there necessarily to just scroll. I get distracted by Instagram because I want to go on there. I had a, I've had a good idea and I want to make a post out of it or I want to, you know, put a story about it. And that's where it gets really, really distracting for me. So I have to kind of say, I'm not, write that little note down and I'll put it on Instagram later. Um, and then something that's essential uh, to my writing is something hot. I always have to have like a mug of something hot with me. I don't drink a lot of caffeine. Um, so it's usually like herbal tea. Sometimes it's kind of green tea. Um, and... I need to be in kind of like a, a dark room with no distractions. So a lot of the time it's either my office or which I share with my partner. So sometimes, you know, he needs to be in there or it's like our living room with a blanket over me, a little bit dark, nothing going on around me. If I'm in the kitchen, I think, oh, I need to do the uh, put the dishwasher on. I need to put a load of washing in. Uh, Ralph is barking at me because he wants to go out to the bathroom, which is my dog, not my partner or my child <laughs> um, or he wants to be fed or whatever it might be I need no distractions so putting myself in a room where I can't easily see distractions is really essential to the success of my writing session yeah speaking of dogs mine would definitely be my dogs being a big distraction because for those who cannot see my puppy was literally trying to crawl into my lap while we're doing this podcast so if he is in the room there's just nothing can get done so that's another reason I get up early is because he is still in his kennel and he's upstairs with my husband. And I think you can hear him in the background, but he's normally asleep. So yeah, he's my my biggest distraction. My biggest essential is probably being in my office. Sometimes I write in the kitchen or our dining room and I'm able to get work done there, but I just, I get more done in my office because there's less distractions there. And I got my bookshelf and I'm inspired and I have my coffee bar and something warm to drink there. So I'm definitely the same way as Meg's in that situation where I have to have something warm and I have to have maybe a little snack on my desk so that I don't wander off to the kitchen to distract myself. <laughs> Those are my big ones. We're our own worst enemies of distracting ourselves. That's the problem. We will find ways of distracting ourselves. So we are the least essential and the most essential part to our writing session. <laughs> For me, one of the essential, or we'll start with my distractions. My distraction is Instagram reels, especially because I'll just be like, I'm going to take a quick break. I'm just going to scroll through five reels and then it's five more and then it's five more and I'm like oh well I'll turn this into research and save audio and then before you know it it's 20 minutes is gone and I've accomplished nothing and so it's an easy way to zone out um, which is a very bad thing uh, so that's my biggest distraction because usually when I'm writing the dog is still kenneled she's still asleep the kids are still asleep so I don't have any of those outside distractions which is nice um, 
some of my essentials. I do have my office that I write in. And since I do write in the early morning, I really like to feel kind of immersed and secluded. So I like, it's super early. And so there's no sunlight. It's really dim. I don't usually, I have one small light on and um, I'll have my headphones in and I'll listen to thunderstorms. And so I like that feeling of just being in this little tiny, tight, dark space while I write. So I really need that. That helps me going. I can write obviously anywhere, do anything, but I, I don't feel I'm as productive if I don't have those elements. And I do have my electric blanket because I'm always cold. I'm like a lizard. I'm cold blooded. I need to get my heat from a heat rock. So my heat rock is my blanket. I also do have a heater, a space heater in my office, and I will have it on in the summer. So it's crazy. Have fans. Carry on. <laughs> I was just going to piggyback off that with my office as well. And that being one reason I really like to write in the morning is that I can watch the sunrise in my office and it's just really beautiful and calming. And I feel like it helps my writing, but I also have my little heater in the background, which is currently on because I am freezing. <laughs> I've heard of a lot of writers that say small dark spaces is the perfect way for them to write. They're kind of cocooned because when we when we're in our story, we kind of go inwards. So we don't I think with a lot of kind of lights on, like a lot of things distracting ourselves, things outside the windows and everything like that is really distracting. So if you're struggling with distractions, getting into a small space, kind of dimming the lights really feeling like you're cocooned in your own world, I think is a great way to, to get get down and focus. Yeah, and that's a beautiful transition into the last bit. If you could give um, like one piece of advice to someone trying to start a new routine, what would it be? And since I'm putting all of you on the spot, I'll go first. Um, I'm of the notion that I think that if you want to make writing your career, you need to treat it with the discipline you would put towards a career. Obviously, that's not necessarily possible if you are like a student or have a different career, but approaching it with as much consistency as works for you, I think is important, fitting it to yourself. And then also when you make a new routine, I think you should stick with it for at least a week or two before you decide to make changes, because a lot of productivity, I think, in routine comes from the consistency and getting used to it. So if you're trying to get up early for the first time, you're probably not going to be productive the first few times around that you wake up and hate your life. Maybe you'll be productive more next week once you've kind of shifted your sleep schedule. So that's my advice. Fit it to you. Um, really, really commit to it. Um, and I think that's it. <laughs> Anybody else? I completely agree. Um, with everything you just said, first of all, <laughs> because yeah, especially if you're changing your routine, it, it can be hard at first, like getting up early is difficult and your body's not used to it. And your body has to adjust to lots of different things when you're writing. So being forgiving with yourself as you transition into that routine is really important. I would almost go to say, do it a little bit longer because one to two weeks might not be long enough to adjust. I know they say it takes 30 days to make a habit. I don't know if that's actually true, but that's what they say. Um, so maybe give yourself a month and forgive yourself if you sleep in one day or, you know, you missed your target for one week and it's okay. Um, but my biggest, you know, piece of advice is also to treat it how you want it to be treated. So if you want this to be a business, then treat it like a business. If you want it to be a hobby, treat it like a hobby. And that's totally fine too. Um, I think that <laughs> I, I think that with any goal, 
you just have to adjust and make it work for you. So if that means changing your routine multiple times or figuring out or figuring out what doesn't work for you, that's important as well. So that was my biggest piece of advice. Just stick to it. <laughs> and something like tagging on to what you said about goals, just because you don't meet a goal does not mean you failed. It just means that you need to readjust how you're reaching for that goal because what you're working, what you're doing didn't work. And so you just need to readjust. It doesn't mean that you failed because I don't know, I'm a firm believer and you never fail because you're always learning something. You learn what works, you learn what doesn't work, all of that good stuff. So your mindset, I think is a good way. What was the question again? That you were supposed to be answering. Your best piece of advice for someone starting a new routine. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I think- Having a positive outlook um, on what you're learning is another great element of creating a positive routine because you're always learning something. You're going to figure out what works, what doesn't work. And so that is in itself a great part of a routine. So keep your mind open um, and flexible to what works and what doesn't work. Don't be afraid to adjust and pivot to find that sweet spot. <laughs> yep, see? Elijah agrees with me. Um, that sweet spot of your routine, I think is, is probably what works for me and not taking yourself too seriously. Okay. Megs, what is your best piece of advice to someone getting into a new routine? So my advice would definitely be flexibility. Um, like I've said before, I think it's great when you start a new routine, you're really excited about it. Um, and you can put a lot of pressure on yourselves if you don't fulfill everything on your to-do list, if you don't do everything in your routine, uh, that you failed somehow. Especially when you're getting into a new routine, remind yourself that what you're doing now is probably better than what you were doing before. So if you had a goal to write a thousand words a day before you um, so if you don't hit that thousand word mark, if you hit 500 words or 750 words, well done. You wrote, you committed to your, your writing. Um, so be flexible. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Um, allow room for change as well. I know that all of us, when we do NaNoWriMo, um, we usually allow a day a week uh, to not hit our goals and things like that. So um, the quickest way to 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 burn out really is, is heaping pressure on yourself and, um, and, and kind of not listening to your body when it needs rest and things. So yeah, enjoy it. Do it, do it because you love it. Do the things you enjoy, get up early because you love getting up early and, and write because you love writing. Um, don't, don't put so much pressure on yourself that it stops becoming an enjoyable thing. I wasn't on mute. Was oh Elijah like could you hear Elijah on there? Oh that's fine. Okay, I'm gonna stop it. <laughs> <laughs>